Just to be clear, we're doing the normal show first, right? Yep. Yeah, okay. That's good. Because we're live. Hooray. Cool. Hey. Hi. I'm back. Welcome yeah. back. How yeah, you doing? thanks. It was good. Sounds a little rough. Everything all right? I don't I feel like I got like or I don't feel like I got anything, but you sound it sounds like, you got like laryngitis. It sounds like I got a cold or something. I don't know what's going yeah. on, man. Weird. Just today. I don't know. But yeah, hmm. I'm raspy. I'm raspy today, so. You got that smoker voice. Yeah, so yeah. I have no idea where this came from, but <clears throat> have you guys been? It's been two weeks. Yeah. 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 Did anyone do the Barbenheimer? Nope. No, I'm not going to see Oppenheimer, but uh, I think we are going to go see Barbie. Same. When Reese gets home, we're probably going to go watch Barbie next week. Yeah, I wanted to. We we really wanted to, but I was visiting my mom in BC where there was no movie theaters. Sure. Um, so we are doing it Saturday. Going to do double feature them both. Get dinner with our friends in between. We got a whole group. Paul, are you dressing up? No. John. <laughs> I might wear a pink shirt. That's probably yeah, I'm, it. I'm wearing like all pink to both movies. Mm -hmm. You have pink pants. I have pink shorts. Okay. They're, they're, like, okay. A, they're like a salmon color. So all right. A little more muted, yeah. but I do have a pink shirt. I have red shoes. So, you know, okay. close enough. And then okay. and I, I have I a light red I didn't think you were going to go that sweater. far. I, I'm a little impressed with this. I was expecting well, I, it. I, ha I have it. Why not? Yeah, I guess. Everyone, everyone else is doing it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that for sure. Paul, why not uh, Oppenheimer? Oh, because it seems long and dry and probably bad, honestly. Okay. The reviews are pretty good. They're both both of the movies are getting great reviews. I'm sure I'll see Oppenheimer when it's like at home or whatever. The So the thing that almost got me to Oppenheimer was we have one of the few theaters in the world that can do the full like 75 millimeter uh, screening of it or whatever in Chinook. And, and it's 70, but okay. Yeah, 70. And um, apparently their first showing, everything was desynced and it messed up and it's been down ever since. So they've had to give everybody for that first showing double refunds, like two vouchers each or whatever for future movies. Just because of the price that they paid for an IMAX? I'm guessing so, yeah. And yeah. Uh, canceled every other showing of it. So Jeez. when I saw that, I was like, OK, well, fuck it then, I guess, because that's probably the way I would have gone to see this since it's kind of novel or whatever. But OK, oh well, it is what it is. I think I was hearing down here in the States, if you did do the 70 millimeter to show up exactly on time because the spool is so big, they yeah. can't fit trailers on it. Oh, yes. wow. That's true. They're going to start the movie. Yeah. Right yeah. Since it's three hours long. And apparently that also makes it a bitch to fix uh, any problems with, which is apparently why they canceled it here. <laughs> I, I would assume it's a bitch to fix any actual film or anything at this point. Like, oh, yeah, because everything's digital, right? They usually. Yeah, I have to imagine everything. If something breaks, they're like, well, we'll see what else is dusty in the back that we can like <laughs> duct tape together and, and cross our fingers. But this thing is yeah. so old. I don't know what oh, you expect. Sure. Yeah. It's kind like of it reminds bad, me of um, 
It makes me think of like the last blockbuster when I watched the the Netflix documentary and how they talked about anytime their cash registers go down because they're using like original cash registers, they have to like go in the back to other broken cash registers and try and like jerry rig them together that oh. other blockbusters that have closed sent to them in the hopes of like maybe this will be useful to you one day. Right. Yeah. That's that's wild. That's so crazy. Speaking of um like weird movie showings. I, I went to a showing of past lives three, four weeks ago. And mm. as the trailers were going, we noticed it was out of focus. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, that's weird. So I got up and I just went to like the front and I was like, can you t- mention someone? Like, I think the, I think this theater is out of focus and they came and fixed it. Yeah. I don't even know how you get to that point though. Like, why would you yeah. ever change the focus? But I, what do I know? Might've um, been someone struck it. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. And then the movie started and the lights didn't go out. Mm. So someone had to get up and go outside again and find someone. Can you turn the lights off? <clears throat> and yeah. theaters cinema. John, you did some pinball stuff. Do you want to talk about that? Oh yeah. Okay. Sorry. Oh, that was went? this past week. Yeah, I oh, went. Nice. Okay. Cool. So I, I went only for Sunday. Me and my buddy Mike did a day trip. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So Edmonton, the, right? The Edmonton Pinball and Arcade Expo. It was a four-day event up in Edmonton. Uh, we only ended up going for Sunday, and uh, that was way better than I expected. It had like a hundred plus pinball tables, like so many there. A uh, bunch of random arcade games. They had a bunch of tables for sale if you wanted to buy stuff, and they were doing discounts on the newer stuff, like Toy Story Four and like Doctor No and Halloween and all that stuff. Uh, They were running tournaments for, like, amateur, professional, men's and women's. Like, uh, it was, like, legitimately impressive. It was two, like, hockey rinks combined into, like, just covered in pinball tables. It was wild. That's That's extremely Canada. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Why would you need to separate men and women? Like, Like, does strength come into play when you're doing pinball? It can for tilting. Yes. Oh, weird. But like, yeah, but I like, guess. also, I think they just mainly did it for like, here's just like a separate league, just to get more people interested. Okay. Because like, I understand in sports with like different testosterone levels, but when it's more like, I don't know, hand-eye coordination, it's like, what? What's the difference there? Yeah, I would assume it has something to do with either they just want to do different tables, or like, maybe it was a case of just tilt sensors or stuff like that which require different settings like maybe it was easier for a guy to set off by accident okay hmm. maybe sure but no what was we, your favorite uh, we went, uh, table oh god that we played there the wheel of fortune one was actually really good it was like from like 2007 or 8 and it, they literally had pat sajak and vanna white record a bunch of lines with a bunch of fake contestants and they were like answer like nice. just like oh so where are you from like those kind of questions as you're playing the pinball table and uh, you would solve puzzles by hitting the contestants to make them guess letters. And like you would spin the wheel for bonus points and stuff like that. That one was pretty fun. Uh, Last Action Hero was also super neat. Uh, based off the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Uh, what else did we play? There were so many Data East ones. The Batman one was actually kind of cool. The Tim Burton one. Did they have uh, any of the like modern day, like super new ones that I hear yeah. about from time to time? Yeah, they, like they had the Ninja Turtles one I have here. Uh, they had uh, the brand new tables that dropped recently for James Bond, Toy Story 4, Halloween, okay. uh, Alien, and Aliens. I don't remember what else was there. They just had like a, a row of those. 
So yeah, like could they had a bunch it, of new stuff. Could you see actually going four days? Is there enough to do? If you like pinball a lot and <laughs> or you enter the tournaments, absolutely. If you don't, uh, I was good after one day. Did yeah. you do it, any tournaments? No, because like oh, okay. I'm not that good at pinball uh, compared to them. And uh, it would have taken up basically the entirety of the day. Right. Because the way they had it work is they had a bank of like 10 machines and you had to post scores on every machine. Okay, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so that was like your qualifier. And then if you made it to the next round, you did it again on a smaller bank of machines, and then you just kept doing that until you got to the actual finals, which were streamed, and they were on stage, and just like cool. stuff like that. So there were a couple of machines that they had on at, in the tournament area that I wanted to play that they could that was nowhere else. Like they had the Stargate pinball table. So that made me sad I couldn't try that out, but like almost everything else was everywhere. They had duplicates of a bunch of tables. There was actually one really cool pinball table I forgot to mention. Uh, it was like NBA, not Hang Time, but a similar name, like uh, Showdown or something like that. It was a head-to-head pinball table where you each have your own separate actual table, but they're like wirelessly connected together. And the point is that you need to keep scoring baskets as if it was a basketball game while playing pinball versus your opponent mm-hmm. who picks like a different team. So. You could do three pointers by doing like the longer like ramps and shots. You could just do straight shots for two. Like you could do bonus shots and like bonus points for like food combos and stuff like that. It was really cool. Oh, so you're not actually like Im- impacting their board in any way. It's just no, who scored it's just, more it's points. It's just a race. Yeah, a head to head race. Because that would be cool if it's like you hit a certain switch and it like puts up a block on their side or something. I, I don't know if it does do that, but we never experienced that the one game we played on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, basketball, that would make no sense, but maybe in a different scenario, maybe there's a pinball table that does that. Yeah. Cool. No, wow. There was so much cool stuff there. Yeah. Nice. Did you is, did you like buy stuff? Was there stuff to buy? Uh, I mean, all the stuff they had to sale was like, yeah, like their shirts with their logos and stuff like that. Um, They had pinball parts if you needed any new parts for a machine and they okay. were selling tables, but uh, I did not have the room or the money for a new table. Yeah, that sounds like a lot. An arcade cabinet seems like a lot, but a pinball table, it's like the maintenance. I can't even imagine. Mm, I mean, I've been lucky. The new table I got, like the Ninja Turtles one, is fine. As long as I don't like do anything rough to it. But like moving it around whenever we move out of this house is going to be it's going to be interesting to see how the setup is after that. Well, have you had to repair anything in it? No, but I've had a couple okay. things that have thrown errors when I boot them up. So uh, it's a case of like, oh, I hope this isn't a big deal. <laughs> Yeah, the guy who set it up says like, yeah, no, that's nothing. Don't worry about it. But okay, cool. Uh, well, let's talk about some video games because this is the top down perspective for July twenty seventh. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. And John Wheeler. Paul, what have you been playing? All right, we'll start off with uh, Viewfinder. Viewfinder came out, and uh, it looks like you and I both played that. So yes, I uh, I finished it. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I think that game rules. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about this game for a second. I think that mechanic is amazing. I think that game is too short and it never does anything f- really too interesting with a cool mechanic. It doesn't push that mechanic far enough for me, I think. Is it's, this oh, a game where you take pictures and then like it affects yes. the world around you? Okay, yeah. that looked awesome from the trailer. But I will it's, also say it's very so good. To- to respond to Paul, I think I'm. I, I disagree. I'm. I'm in the opposite boat there. 
I love how short it is. I feel like it does push the mechanics and I love that because they could easily have just like doubled the number of levels and it's like, well, we're just kind of doing the same thing over and over for this extra. Like, I feel like doing more might have been kind of padding it out. I think they did push a lot of stuff. Um, no, I disagree then, completely. I think that mechanic could have at the fact that that mechanic is so open and works so well. I think they could have made this game extremely long and like made some actually challenging levels. I think it's too easy, except for like two or three optional stages at the end, which I thought were the best part of that game. Um, and then just to to respond to John briefly, it starts out as a like put a picture up there, but they go pretty wild yeah, with some do. of the extra mechanics later on. And I think they kind of do the Nintendo thing of they don't overstay in their welcome. They do a cool mechanic in this one area and then you move on brand new mechanic that's kind of thematically similar, yeah. but it's, it'll make you think completely differently. Like there's a there's a lot of there's there's some specific moments that stick out into my head as like, oh, this was a really cool like I did not expect this to happen when I when I put that thing down. Um, and I think they they evolve and they they go like really nicely. And I, I love it's like four hours. I love that length. Nothing I feel like overstays as welcome. Sure. Cool. Uh, yeah, it, I guess like it starts off pretty simple with. You don't really control any of you, you were given the pictures that you can use. So it's a little more like there is an intended solution for this that they kind of have for you because they give you the thing to do it. But then at some point it gives you a camera where you can take the pictures and then like apply the, that however you want or whatever. Apply and it completely rules. opens up that way. Yeah. Yeah. I want to watch a speed run of it. I didn't get to yet because I think that's probably going to be just nuts what you could do. Oh, I'm sure. I was even hearing um, some other podcasts talking about some comments the developers made where they were seeing some speed run stuff. Yeah. And whatnot. Like, I, I don't think we should mention almost like any of the mechanics. It's really hard to like. Yeah, it's one of those things that I think you should go in it it's weird though too because like i told you the, all of the mechanics already but how they implement them and how you use them later on is kind of it's kind of cool and novel what they've done what they do with that simple idea of you take a picture and you can like imprint that picture on the world but that's that's not all the mechanics there's definitely other stuff that they twist around how things react to stuff so there's there's a lot to be said outside of you take a picture and put it down i think is there um I'm trying to think of what else they do then. There's like, I, I don't want to like we can talk yeah. after because I, I really think if if you're a fan of Portal, if you're a fan of The Witness, yeah, if you're a fan of Super Liminal, taking, yeah, yeah, true. Then this game is for you. And like, don't look up a trailer because I think there's a lot of wow factors in this that are really worth not having it spoiled for yourself. There is a demo, too. Uh, to if you want to take a look and download, I think that gives you a pretty good cross section of I think it's two stages or something like it's not long of uh, what okay. you can expect. I'm assuming that's the demo I played back at Summer Game Fest. Um, yeah, probably. Which I, would I uh, there like it goes so much further and there was a bunch of stuff yeah. in that in the main game in between those stages that they had taken out of the demo where I was like, oh, yeah. it's like. 
again, I don't want to spoil it, but like, uh-huh. oh, this whole like narrative thing wasn't even in there. Like, this is new to me because I was a little kind of bummed. Like, OK, I'll just like get through the stuff that I already played through. And it was like, wait, this is this is different. They definitely made like a a bespoke demo almost. It's not it's not extra stages, any, um, but no, it is it a little isn't. different than the game. Yeah, they kind of I think the demo starts you off right away with like the camera, too. So it may be. Oh, really? Then the, the, yeah. Yeah, it's not the. Oh, really? Not the Summer oh. Game Fest. The Summer Game Fest okay. one didn't. I don't think you even got the camera. Oh, okay. Yeah, the demo that is up right now that you can try uh, definitely has at least one stage with the camera. That's kind of late in the game and kind of like almost. I think it's World 2, isn't it? It, it is, but the stage that they set you in is like one of the later ones where you kind of have to understand how to use negative space in like, oh, okay. and it, which seems kind of like a more advanced thing that you <laughs> seems weird for a demo, but it was cool. It's a cool thing. I think I think this game does the, does the really smart thing of puzzle games where when you figure out a solution, it you can see like I I don't know if this is what the developers intended for me to do, yeah, but it worked. There's and, a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's very kind of, you know, Zelda, Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom of like, I don't know if this is what it was supposed to happen, but I lined eight logs up in a row and ran to the top of this tower and it worked. So I'm moving yeah. on. Um, yep. And there is definitely a lot of those things in this, which I think that's like the mark of like a great puzzle game. Also, it uh, it's smart that they I don't know how else you would do it, but they have like this rewind mechanic because because it's so open you can actually just like destroy your way out of a level and it'll yeah. be like, yo, oh, you just destroyed and, your teleporter. So you got to, and you'll do it all the time without even realizing. <laughs> yeah. All the time. And it's just like, oh shit. Cause that, cause I was looking at some of the achievements and I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to like do that one on purpose. And then yeah. like 20 minutes later, I'm just doing it constantly. And it's like, okay, I didn't need to like waste my time and go out of the way to do that one. Yeah. And there's, I think the rewind also leads you to uh, experiment more than you would necessarily otherwise which is a big part of it too there's a lot of finessing in some of them too where it's just like okay i think i have the right idea i just got to make sure i don't like destroy this other platform when i do it okay this is i just need to like rotate 10 degrees a little bit yeah exactly and and the rewind is really nice because if you double tap it it'll go back to the last like significant action you did yeah as opposed to just having to hold it and like watch it scan back so that's that's like really helpful and whatnot yeah, it's very it's very well thought out in that way. Uh, and yeah, I guess just like to round it out, it does kind of have a narrative aspect to it that I don't really think they go really too far with. And I think is whatever. I don't care about that at all. I'm here for the puzzles. So and it makes good on that. So it doesn't matter, really. Um, it's kind yeah, of a I mean, neat I- narrative hook of why you're in this world, which was kind of cool, I guess. But other than that, I didn't care. Yeah, I, I kind of liked the amount was there. Cause it didn't just feel like like a cold, like grid of puzzles yeah. one go, go, go through them. Uh, but it doesn't definitely does not go in the way. And a lot of the time you can even just not engage. Like you don't have to pick up the phone if you yeah. really don't want to. And it's all done through like gramophones of like audio, audio, logs. audio logs. Yeah. Yeah. So you could just not do any of that if you want to. I did listen to all of them that I saw mm-hmm. because why, why wouldn't I, I guess, but you could just not engage with that if you wanted to also. Well, it's also just easy enough to like turn on the audio log and then start l- walking through the level. And it yeah, because it'll you. play. It'll play yeah. while you go. Yeah. Yeah. I think no, it's super cool. I I, I really recommend it. And again, if, if you are interested, if you've made the decision, I want to play it. 
don't look anything up because you are just going to like diminish it, your your enjoyment if you know the the fun surprises. Oh, and it does the thing that I love that boss fights do at the very end where it kind of like tests how much you know of these mechanics and how to utilize them in like a sure. time trial almost type way. Yeah, which I thought it was cool. that one was interesting. So I ended up having to do it three times, I think. Me too. Yeah. And <laughs> and it started giving me hints of like, hey, you can take things from one part to the next. And I was like, oh, OK. So I was just like bulk taking extra photos because it's like, I think I'm going to need this device. Like, so I'll just bring a couple of those so I can spawn a few of those later on. And then I don't even have to worry about that, you know, forthcoming stage. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's hard to talk about without spoiling stuff, but it's very cool because I, I just like how it tested, like your knowledge of what you've gone through throughout the whole game and one giant thing. And it felt yeah. really and it was kind of difficult, which is also what I liked as well. Like I had to do it a couple times and it was cool. It was a good. There era. are I did see in the accessibility menu. You can turn that timer off if you want to okay. just like go through it at ease. I didn't because I kind of wanted to see if I could do it. And I was making progress each time. And I, I like I said, I did it three times to get it right. Yeah. Um, but if if anyone just a heads up for anyone. Cool. OK. Yeah, that's awesome. OK. Um, besides that, I played a game called My Friendly Neighborhood which is basically a Bioshock type game, like an ambient nightmare type scenario where you play a, a handyman who is sent to turn off a antenna in this old studio lot where they filmed a show called My Friendly Neighborhood, which is essentially Sesame Street in this universe. Oh, right. This one, the full game came out. I forgot. I played the demo. Yeah. And uh, the puppets are crazy and attack you and stuff it's like a resident evil bioshock type thing it's a survival horror type thing first person uh with some great. like five nights of freddy's in there is that is that how no they kind of do I, the, no i right. wouldn't say it's it was definitely more like a resident evil 7 like you are moving around and doing puzzles in first person you have a gun you can attack then there's a big lady stuff. that'll like step on you and she's she's hot <laughs> well there is a big lady of certs that's like a big bird I guess, type character, but... Okay, so really hot, got it. She she will step on you, I guess, if you get too close, so that's... Yeah. Man, you remember that episode of Sesame Street where he did that? What's that? Remember that episode of Sesame Street where he just stepped on that kid? That's why they're off the air now, yeah. I, <laughs> that's what that documentary is all about. Yeah. <laughs> I need to watch uh, that documentary. I hear it as a tearjerker. I have not, no. <laughs> I I probably <clears throat> won't either, but... I don't I don't care enough about the thing, but it was like the same dude at all times, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 Actually, this is totally tangential. Did you hear that? Yeah. Ryan Reynolds is bringing Alf back to his streaming I service. What? I did not hear that. He, he has Ryan a streaming also service. Working on Biker Mice from Mars. Like he's apparently doing a bunch of things. The hell's going on? That's great. I didn't I didn't realize he had a, his own streaming service, but he's going to start. He's bringing Alf back. They, the guy who does Alf is coming back. I guess there's no way you can do one without the other. He's like, he will take this puppet off of my cold dead hand. So that's great. Um, and I was, so I was reading into it. I'm like, are they making okay. new Alf? They're, they're going to air reruns of the show. Yeah. But there is technically going to be new Alf content because Alf will show up and do ads for Mint oh, Mobile no. 
and oh, his. No. <laughs> the, the, so so if if Alf hawking dick pills was on your bingo card for 2023, you can scratch that off, baby. <laughs> it, I can say it wasn't on mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Holy crap. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. Uh, this is not like anything like that. Again, this is very much like a bio. Well, then what the fuck? What are we talking about? Uh, we're talking about my tangent. friendly neighborhood. <laughs> it's the one where you have the, the typewriter gun that shoots random letters. Yeah, so all your weapons revolve around writing, which is kind of apropos with the writer strike, I suppose. Your main handgun is just like shoots letters. You get a shotgun later that shoots like a full script, essentially. Uh, it's kind of cute and fun. There is a horror element to this, but I wouldn't say it's really, like, horrific or scary. There's some times where it's just like, oh, fuck that puppet. Like, I'm not going near that thing. That thing is messed up or whatever, but it's pretty. It's pretty tame, all things considered. I think it's very good, too. It's just a really fun six-hour jaunt through, like, a horrific Sesame Street scenario. <laughs> I'm amazed they got six hours out of six hours out of that. Like when I played the demo, I'm like, man, I don't know what else you're really going to do in this. Yeah, I watched a speed run of it and that's like half an hour long. So like when you know how to get through it, it's quick. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so but yeah, I think it's worth checking out if you like uh, survival horror type stuff. It's fun. And uh, I was pretty surprised by it. And the final thing I played is entitled, yeah, you want those games, right? So here you go. Now let's see you clear them. I played this too. I played it on this, stream. This is, there's yeah. a pedigree to the developer, right? What is it again? They're the ones that ported the Katamari games onto Switch. Yes. Yeah, oh, okay. It's a Katamari. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> and it's, okay, yeah. So describe what these are because it's pretty goofy. So if you've ever been on a social media platform, usually like reels or tiktok or shorts or whatever on youtube some you usually get ads or sponsored like sponsored videos or whatever of like a game where you're playing a stick man or a floating head or a gun or something like that and you have to do various things and then you click on it and that game isn't actually nothing like what you saw well, this is a game that is a well, bunch of hang those on, because sometimes I get ads where they they sit, tell me, you know, those games are never like it. Well, this is the actual fun one. So I'm assuming that one's not lying to me. Finally, I mean, you can try. <laughs> you can try. This is a, a mini game collection of all of those games that like get you into their weird malware uh, app or whatever. But as one just giant collection of a bunch of levels. Are you telling me the girl doesn't want to please me, the Lord? Yeah, sadly. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. I hate to tell you this, Sean. All get... the ads mention that. <laughs> Come play, so, my Lord. Yeah. Exactly. The um, the main one, there's only like five of them, I think. The main games are. There are only five, yeah. The one where you are a stick man and there is a treasure and usually a monster or a thing and you have to pull pins to like release part of the levels bit by okay. bit. Yeah, that's the one that said it was actually fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that one apparently doesn't exist the way that there, it's ever shown. I've never tried to download it, but I've seen comments and stuff saying like I this mean, is malware. <laughs> I bet you there is at least one million YouTube videos titled I actually tried the phone ad games probably and here's what it was yeah yeah probably 
Um, so that's probably one of the more recognizable ones. That's like the kind of default one that like your cursor starts on when you load the game up. Um, I was the one are, mm-hmm. where there's like like hot singles in my area. Is that one any good? No, that's that not one's usually not a game. This. Yeah, <laughs> you got yeah, real life, baby. Game. That's real life. <laughs> How do they always know where I am? <clears throat> I don't know. Because they're in your they're tracking, area. They're they're, they're following you around. Yeah. Just following, yeah. <laughs> your phone is a hot a hot babe in your area. Tracking. So when they're recreating these games, are they making them fun? I mean, I mean they are the same are, game. They're fun. Yeah, it's just that they exist now and you only pay one price for like a hundred of them. So and they're basically all puzzle games. So like they're, they're all puzzle you got to like puzzle games. Yes, they exactly. Do. Well, yeah. then you're in uh, luck. There's the one with like a bunch of vials of uh, different like sands or liquids of different colors that you have to kind of like mix and match into yeah, one sort sort each. the fluids. Yeah, the sorting fluids. Um, there's the there's, one where you're walking down a path and you have to pick up money and use the money to build stairs to. That's uh, actually my favorite one. That's that one. That one's a little silly. Yeah, and it gets weirdly difficult by the end. They all do, to be fair. Well, cause yeah. I, I, yeah, I we did a bunch and then we had unlocked all of them on stream, so we went to do the final yeah. difficulty stage, and then suddenly like there was like multipliers and dividers and everything. We're like, what the fuck is happening? Like, oh, that go to this one. gate to get the, yeah. the vaccine and that'll give you triple the amount of money. But like <laughs> you'll have a 20 percent chance of losing all your money. I'm like, what is happening here? So that game in particular is really funny because at some point they add RNG into it where you have two gates. And uh, the first one, I think, is you can study or you can go to the casino. And if you go yep. to the casino, there's a 50 50 chance that you'll get rich or uh, you'll lose a bunch of money or whatever. But if you study, you always get a little bit of money. And there's, there becomes this weird meta narrative playing that game where if you want the three stars to complete the level, you have to do the shitty, risky RNG stuff at least once and then, like, don't fail after that. But you can beat every level doing the normal path of going to work, going to school, taking the vaccine or whatever. Like... It's really, really funny how at some point there's this weird, like, sociopolitical narrative of you can get through life, like, normally, or you could risk it all and become a baller, baby. I mean, yeah, that's that's literally how it works. Yeah. My favorite is when they introduce um, work or rob where you could, like, rob a <laughs> bank or a convenience store or something. And that has a 35 percent chance of working. But if it does, wow. you're on easy street, baby. <laughs> it's good to go okay. after that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, what are the other games? There's like this tower math one of you have to pick the big. You have a number and you can attack and win other dudes with like a lower number than you. And when you attack them, you will increase your number by that amount. So if you have five, say, at the beginning, you can attack a one, two, three, or four, and then if you attack, like, the three or whatever, you'll now become eight, and you'll, like, kind of get, like, bigger and bigger. And that adds a math component of there will be things that will multiply your number and divide it or minus it or whatever. Uh, that's boring, though, because it's there's a slow animation every move you make that you have to wait through yep. if you attack Which counts for your timer for the three-star ranking, too. It sucks. It's that's probably yeah. one of my least favorite ones until I played the car game, the parking lot where you have to 
shuffle it, cars out. Yeah, it's traffic jam. If you're familiar with that old puzzle, traffic jam. Is that is that the one where you have to like get like the red car out of the square? Yeah. In this case, I you have like, to get all the cars out. All the cars out. But can't they only go like in one? Yeah, direction? they can only go forward yes. and backwards. Yes, exactly. So there must be more than one exit then. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But this one introduces pedestrians that are walking back and forth, and if you hit yep. them, you fail the puzzle. They call them what? baddies in this, but yes, I don't know why. Uh, and maybe more importantly, they introduce a sound for the car honking every fucking move you make. My favorite is when you crash the car into another car and the game's like, yeah, that's fine. Keep going. Yeah, that's fine. But if you touch a baddie, then they stab you, I guess, because they have knives. They're carrying. They stab the car. I get or you in the car or something. Yeah, it's a really sharp knife. Yeah, it's a really sharp knife. Hold on your window. Okay. Fair's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's all of them, right? There's I'm only five, sure yeah. There's only those five. Uh I think this is amazing though. Like I really loved I played three hours of this and I still have a few more to go. <laughs> yeah. And then when you beat all the modes, I think you unlock like an infinite mode where you can just do them, like they randomly Forever. generate them. There's like a challenge mode. Do you get there's a gotcha machine you can use that lets you yep. unlock new titles for some reason, but I don't think there's an online leaderboard unless that's for the other mode. There is a leaderboard, but yeah, I don't know if it's online either, to be honest with you. There is a weird thing that unlocks that's like a challenge mode where you can challenge the level types on easy or hard. They give you, I'm guessing, a randomly generated version of it. You have to complete three in a row, and it'll take your score from that and post it on a leaderboard, I think is how uh, it works. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get to that point. I didn't bother with any of that stuff either, really. Um, but there, yeah, I don't know. I think it's really fun. And more importantly, I love that fact that the title is, yeah, you want those games, right? So here you go. Let's see you clear them. It's a great title. Yeah. Right. There's still some mobile ad <laughs> games that weren't in there. So I'm hoping they do a sequel or a do DLC. And rumor I has it that the, the studio that does this normally does sequels. Yeah. I think it's just a great idea, too. Like, what a great idea for a game. All those weird Things that get you to click on a thing that isn't what the actual game is. Just put those together. Why not? Probably took like a month to code everything and then get it out. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's cool. That's really all I've been playing, though. John, anything you want to touch on? Nope. Everything I've been playing has been on stream, which is which has pretty much been it. So we played a little bit of Tears of Kingdom on stream. Finished Spyro 1. Oh, I think we talked about this. I played everybody one two switch. We did. Yeah. Uh yeah. it came up again on stream. People kept wanting it. So I've in fact played it three separate times on stream now. Oh my god. I'm sorry. <laughs> that sucks. We we found something interesting. Okay. Uh turns out, you know that a hundred player mode? Uh sometimes Is that the red you light still green light one? No, just they're like they're, the mode you can play with phones supports up to hundred players. Uh, they still expect you to have Joy-Cons nearby for some of those games. Oh. So, uh, some mini games we could not play online. I literally had to do all the Joy-Con controls while, like, there was one where it was ninjas, so, like, people were throwing shurikens off their phones, but someone had to be there with the Joy-Cons, like, swinging to block them. And turns out, oh. uh, if you're playing online, the only per the person who's at home has to do all that for both teams, so... 
I would. So that was fun. So someone's someone's like watching you. That they, you know they've connected to the website or with their phone. How how are they supposed to connect a Joy-Con to like to what? So here's the thing. Nintendo didn't expect people to actually play this game online with streamers. Yeah. With stream viewers. Yeah, they they thought this was just for this. yeah, this was just for people who happened to be in a room of a hundred people. Yeah. <laughs> Which is wild. Absolutely. Yeah. And also, uh somehow this but, game is but even in that scenario, if you were doing it locally, can't you only connect like eight Joy Cons to a Switch? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the here's the thing. The modes that use both the phone and the Joy-Cons, they only use like one or two Joy-Cons at the most. So, okay, so you they they're only expecting at most like eight people? Yeah. To have Joy Okay. But um the wild thing is there there's like 50 mini games in there, but to unlock them, they somehow did a worse job than Mario Party, where you get a wheel that spins around that has four games on it, and they don't remove games you've played before. So uh, there was one round. Right. We've played this game three times. One round, literally every minigame but one was an old one. And then they kept adding more that we had done before. We've probably unlocked nine games total on this game of three different times playing it. Yeah, it that's is, infuriating. It is infuriating. Like, I mean, it was described as miserable. Yeah, I can see why. <laughs> There's definitely some very miserable aspects to this. It's it's fun for like a stupid ass like thing to play with my my viewers and stuff like that. But like there's so much like why who thought this was a good idea? Like give, why, give it a why score do I have out to of keep 10. doing this for one of the mini games over and over? But it's not quite reading the motions right, so like I have to keep doing it better in time. It's just oh, so dumb. Give it a score out of ten, like a four, higher than I would have <laughs> expected. Okay, I've still had some laughs. There's been some genuine laughs from playing this. Do you think that your score would be higher or lower if you didn't have the audience you do? Oh, you it would be way head? lower. It would absolutely way lower. Be lower. Okay. My uh, playing with my audience and just being able to fill a room of 100 people with this silly ass game. That's what makes it. I am somehow the target audience for this for the other mode. And yeah, even then it's I'm clearly not the target audience. It's wild. OK. <laughs> uh, I got a couple more games to talk about Oxenfree 2. I've been playing. That was kind of one of my main games uh, while I was traveling. I've been playing it on my excuse me, uh, iPad. Um, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. However, I don't remember a single thing about Oxenfree 1 other than like radio ghosts um, and teenagers. I kind of wish there was like a previous la- previously on Oxenfree little short at the beginning, but there's not. So they're, you know, they're naming characters, they're introducing characters, and I'm constantly being like, was this one of the teens last time? Because you're you're playing a character that was not in Oxenfree One. You have a mm-hmm. companion character that's not in Oxenfree One, but there are like teenagers that you're running into. But I just don't remember because Oxenfree One came out like eight years ago. Yeah, um, which is pretty pretty long. So yeah, I was going to ask not, if this was like a direct follow up or kind of how they do that. But it's I mean, it's the same island, the same kind of like radio ghost stuff is happening. So it is a follow up. But yeah, you're playing a brand new character that comes to the island yeah. and okay. comes to the area and, and doing stuff. So <clears throat> that's why I wish there was just a real quick like, here's a recap of some things that would be useful for you to remember. Yeah. Um, 
Because even though like I'm still enjoying myself and the the kind of core story is about this new character and and kind of their baggage. So, you know, that doesn't require any kind of previous knowledge. I'm just yeah. wondering if if I would be kind of getting a bit more out of it if they had just clued me in on a few other things from the past. Sure. Yeah. But it's still good. You still get like a fun little radio where you can check the different frequencies. And sometimes there's just like a high school talk show going on and you can listen to that while you're walking around. <clears throat> the the dialogue is I feel like Night School Studios is like strong suit with all of their games. Um and, you know, in Oxenfree 1, they did a really good job of writing teenagers. Now you're the, the two main characters they They feel like they're kind of more in their like mid to late 20s, like more adult figures. <clears throat> okay. And those, they sound good as well. And they do the nice writ- written thing of like, like God of War has this where if something cuts off, you know, a conversation, the person will come back and be like, oh, wait, what were we talking about? It was something about the ladders. Oh, yeah. And then they'll get back into it that's great when it works i've noticed a few times though i'll cut off some conversations because there's things that will trigger based on where i've walked like you got close enough oh. to this cave the secondary person what's that <coughs> that's sorry the secondary person has to comment on the cave that'll cut some stuff off and it could be stuff like that i was listening to on the radio and then i'll miss out on that stuff or i'll go back to it later and they'll repeat that one without any kind of acknowledgement so it's like they did the kind of acknowledgement stuff for some things, but not everything. So it's kind of forced me to get in the habit of like, oh, OK, cool. Someone is talking to me about something right now. I'm going to stand still. I don't want to move anywhere where I'm supposed to go because I might trigger an interruption. And this game has proven that it is not reliable enough to handle that situation, which is a bummer because this game requires a lot of like walking around a pretty sizable map slowly because you're just on foot you're climbing up the rocks slowly to get to higher ground stuff like that like you're not running at any point um so yeah it's a bit of a double-edged sword in that regard but um i you know i like the vibes and the and the themes of oxen free and i basically got this one for free because it's on netflix yeah it's on everything except xbox which is weird <laughs> uh, oh so anyway yeah oxen free too and last as i'm playing pikmin it transferred over my save data from the demo and i'm playing the full game now i played the night mode which is new you get to go out at night and it's basically like a tower defense horde mode uh, oh that sounds interesting i've only done the first one which was as pretty much as bare bones as you could expect they sent some enemies at me i walked over to them threw the glow pikmin at them killed the enemy walked to the other side and went back and forth for like six minutes so i'm hoping they introduce some more mechanics but then again, Pikmin's not really known for like building structures. So I don't know if there's going to be any kind of like build a turret, build a, a fence or anything like that. I'd, I'd be kind of surprised. Uh, Pikmin's usually more on the chill side, but we'll see. Like I guess I've only done the first one and it was fine. <clears throat> what is cool, though, is you're kind of like building a, a home base in between these expeditions you go out on because you're finding a bunch of stranded explorers and other whatever species you are Olimar folk uh, and you're finding mm-hmm. them all over the place and you bring them back and they're like oh hey i'm you know i'm the hairstylist so i can change your hair or hey i'm the one that'll upgrade your dog i'm the one that'll can you keep finding more treasures if you find 50 of them i'll give you the reward and stuff like that so you're kind of making a home base which is kind of cool i'm enjoying it it's chill it's pikmin um this one's runtime is like three times as long as every other pikmin because they're usually always around like eight hours this one's like 30 Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. 
So there is stuff to do in this one. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of cool. So yeah, it's good. I like it. I think it looks pretty nice as well. So that's cool. Cool. Well, let's do some news. Right. First off, a couple of these are, are from uh, last week when I wasn't here that you guys didn't touch on. And I wanted to talk to you about Major Nelson retiring after like 22 years at Xbox. Oh, right. I forgot that he was doing that. That's so oh. weird. He's like he's been such a figurehead of that place. Yeah, he was like the guy. Um, Interesting. Hmm. For those who don't know, I'm curious. Do you think like anyone like kind of Gen Z? No, they don't. Care. Knows no. Major no. Nelson. Yeah. Really, it was like, yeah, like he stopped being a front head like after Xbox 360, didn't he? Like he wasn't really that featured in Xbox One. I mean, he was still doing stuff like he had like an Xbox official podcast he was doing there as well. He did show up on live streams even to this day. Uh, he wasn't like the main guy, uh, it seemed like. But um, for those who don't know, because I'm sure that we have a bunch of listeners who don't know, he was. He was kind of like the first this is just this is what I was just kind of hearing from from a lot of people um, is is they kind of regarded Major Nelson as the first almost like brand ambassador, like public face that was going to talk about from like an advertisement standpoint what this company is doing. I could see um, that. And he, and he did that for for Xbox. Larry Herr was his real name. And then his, you know, his online persona was Major Nelson. That was his gamer tag as well. <clears throat> and he came about. Um, on the, on the original Xbox, uh, and then, yeah, definitely went into the 360 and w- was still going. He was still doing stuff and now he's retiring. He's moving on from Xbox and Microsoft. It sounds like all he's really said is the next chapter of his career, but it has been 22 years. Uh, just kind of interesting to see, like, of course it was going to happen one day, but yeah, he was just kind of like a, a real figurehead for sure. Good luck to major Nelson. Yeah, yeah, hopefully he's hopefully he's got something good planned. No, no matter what he ends up doing. PlayStation's Project Q, that streaming handheld, has leaked. We have some yeah. footage of it in practice. The footage of like the home screen and stuff, I feel like it looks super dev. Like I cannot imagine yeah. this is going to be final. Um, but in practice, in real life, now that we're kind of seeing it in action, this thing looks so goofy with the controllers. It oh looks God. bad, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the nice thing about the the Switch and, and the Steam Deck to some extent is they're like flush with the screen. Yeah. Whereas this really looks like they snapped a oh PlayStation God. controller in half and strapped it on the side. Like the gaps there for, for, for I guess for your fingers. Yeah. It's and also the, the analog fact, sticks look weird. <laughs> it's the fact that the like holding area for the analog sticks overlap on the screen border like it's stuff yeah like it's that. on the yeah. it's on the bezel yeah it's weird. i mean yeah. i i can't imagine they're gonna chat. change much because this is supposed to come out later this year right there's only so much time it feels like could you do a hardware revision i don't know i don't is it too soon i would have to assume they're already manufacturing these if it's coming out this year absolutely yeah and all that might be getting updated now is more of a software thing this looks super breakable, too. <laughs> yeah, no, I hate this. It looks so bad. Um, the the leak comes from a Twitter account called Zuby underscore tech. Um, they don't really talk about it all that much, but they just show some some various UI swiping around. 
obviously it has a touch screen so they can touch some of that again the it definitely looks like kind of a dev mode it doesn't look like any kind of uh playstation user interface on the console side that we've seen so i'd have to assume that's going to get updated yeah but yeah weird yep um speaking of controllers xbox has announced a pizza scented controller in partnership with the teenage mutant ninja turtles what movie that's coming out yeah it's got a it's it's got a like a little pizza scented thing you clip onto the back of it that just makes your hand and the controller smell like pizza well that's disgusting okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it it, yeah like you said it doesn't they didn't really talk or show how that pizza part connects to it all right let's Uh see i have an xbox controller here i'm not sure how that would work unless it it might like there there's like what, a little there's a little tiny thing the, on the bottom there underneath so the like, yeah yeah like there's like a little a tiny hole there so you might be able to clip it in through there or and like move like the battery pack here yeah i wonder i wonder if it's a scenario where you take the batteries out as well so that it has more than just that to hold on to because it doesn't look like it's wrapping around in any way and clipping to the front it almost looks like one of those like hand warmer things you're just holding it that's what it kind of looked like to me for people that it makes me think YouTube of the video, um, I posted a picture of it on the live thing so you can see somebody sniffing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God, it, it makes picture. me think of the uh, the Dreamcast. Um, what was that thing? VU MVU. What was that little? Yeah, thing the VMU. VMU. Yeah. VMU. Kind of makes yeah. me think that where it kind of sticks out a little bit near the top sure. back of it. Yeah, but, but at least that goes inside like the front of the controller. <laughs> Theoretically, this could attach to any Xbox controller because those control unless those controllers have something unique to them. So you could get like an, you know, like a third party or an aftermarket pizza add on. Let, let for- me add it on to that furry controller they made for like Sonic 2. <laughs> there we go. Oh, my God. The ultimate ad. Uh, there is another picture down below in that second set that shows more of the pizza thing. And there's like a button on the top of it. Do you think that like that's what, sends that's out what gives the out the pizza smell? Yeah, it's so like then just what do a you, Glade plug-in. That's all it is. Oh, what do you think yeah. that little white circle is on top of the pepperoni? I need to look at the full picture. Hang do you on. think that's where the scent comes from? Like you press the button and it shoots up towards your face? Oh yeah, totally, <laughs> yeah, totally. I guess it, like so. it's gotta be kind of like a stuff. perfume thing. Oh, I bet you like uh, looking at this, it does actually look like a Glade plug-in. Like where like yeah. that's how you know if it's out of the smell. Oh, I bet my you controller's that's what it is. Mom, mom, my controller's out of the smell again. I'm out of pizza smell, mom. So gross. Anyway, I think you can only like enter a sweepstakes to get to buy one of these. Um, well, I mean, you win it, I thought. Sorry, sorry. Enter a sweepstakes to win one of these. That, that's what I meant. Sorry. Um, anyway, that movie looks good. Yeah. yeah, it does. There's I there's agree. four controllers, one for each uh, turtle. By the way. Okay. Okay. I'm assuming That's I'm sure. assuming one pizza scent though. I'm I'm sure it's all pepperoni scent, or just probably cheese yeah. scent. Uh, last little bit. Niantic has announced a Monster Hunter game. It's coming out September 14th. Monster Hunter Now. Paul as the Monster Hunter of the uh-huh. group. Yeah. Are you excited for some ARG location-based hunting? 
No. Okay. Didn't, they, didn't they just fire a bunch of people? Yeah, I think yeah. this is their Hail Mary to stay relevant, probably. Or they they were working on this for a while and it had to come out is probably. Hey, they still got likely. Pikmin Bloom coming. You get if you play through the demo of Pikmin 4, you get an in-game item in Bloom. Thank God. What is the item? I don't know. I'm not going to open up Pikmin Bloom. <laughs> what are you, who are you talking to? Sean, you're the person who walks the most out of the three of us. I really thought you'd be the biggest bloomer here. They don't even have my main weapon in here. Fuck this game. Who cares? What's your main weapon? I don't I don't know anything really about this game. I, I like to main switch axe, and they have sword and shield, great sword, long sword, hammer, light bow gun, and bow are the only weapons this game has. Oh. <clears throat> but if you pre-order it now, you can like start getting some like in-game items. They need people to pre-order it. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably try it out because why wouldn't I? But like, I'm not excited for it. Okay, well, you'll uh, you'll have to report back for sure. Yeah. Let's do some questions. If you would like to send a question in, it's top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on X. Yep. Oh, God, don't remind me. Discord channel or John's P.O. Box are all great ways to send a question in. But first, we have episode titles. I was wondering if you would say Twitter or X. Yeah, I was wondering that. Yeah, good call. Oh my god. Okay, so episode titles. There's three for the first one. Uh, it's one per. You only get one title. Yeah, this is. Well, maybe it was just a good really Lord. good episode. They're all really good. Of episodes. the top-down perspective. <laughs> <laughs> one for each of us. One for each of us. Yeah. Okay. May twenty-fifth. Um. Okay, I'm gonna take this title. This is alternative okay. title two. I think that's a great way to get your dick ripped off. <laughs> Ooh, okay, there's a lot of those. Um, that's the funnier one out of the that? three. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember if I was back yet for this one. What What was the date again? This was May 25th. I might have been. Oh no, I was back for this one. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. That seems like something I would say, though. Yeah, I think so, too. I don't know what I was talking about, though, other than dicks. <laughs> I don't remember either. The context was a question came up asking what power from any media would the host choose to have in order to activate it? The user has to be completely naked. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think we're talking about flight, right? <clears throat> Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's what it was. <laughs> oh, God. See, now he remembers. I was not here for this episode. Yeah, I, don't, I don't remember you being there. Uh, the first alternative title was, Hey, I'm over here behind the door. I'm not going to scream at you. I'm going to walk out slowly and let you shoot me. And the main title was, If none of my jokes land today, it's on purpose. Okay, I remember that one. <laughs> you do? Oh. Yeah, because, Paul, you were saying something was, like, messed up with your rib or something like that, and laughing oh. makes you hurt, hurts you. Yeah. So I said, okay, well, I'll tone it down with the joke, so if they're not landing, it's because of that. I just checked it. You're right. That's exactly yep. what it was. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. It's very considerate F of you, Sean. Yeah, Fuck no, it. no worries. What is the, hey, I'm over here, I'm behind the door, I'm not going to scream at you, I'm going to walk out slowly and let you shoot me? No idea. Yeah, I don't know either. Okay, so it was Alan You're Wake. Playing too. Rainbow Six. Oh, Alan Wake. 
oh, this must have been me saying, like, yeah. it's scary. Can't they all just say that to me so that I don't get scared? <laughs> that's, that's exactly that's exactly what it is. Yeah. OK. OK. I was I was curious, but I still think the one I chose was the funnier of the three. But that one's pretty funny context wise. Uh, June 1st. I look so fucking awesome in the that photo. It's the one that I need to put on the switch. 100%. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. In response to a past question regarding the host putting a photo of the other one on their face, but yeah, okay, it's that. Uh, Which that is, June, that is still here on my desk, so. Yeah. <laughs> June 8th. Welcome to the big leagues, yo. What? I don't was the date remember. Again? This June is another one I was gone for, 8th. so I wasn't here. I was driving across the country. In June 8th, okay. June 8th, I don't think I was here either. Oh, so this must have been you and Nathan, because I was at Summer Game uh, Fest. Then I don't remember. So the context was, a question came up for best and worst introductory games for different video game genres. Among his answers, Nathan mentioned this as a joke genre for difficult games with examples like Super Meat Boy. Okay. I, I don't remember that at all, but yeah, okay. Uh, June 15th. We will rock you. So this is when, you know, we're talking about Summer Game Fest a bunch, but no. Is there anything Queen related during Summer Game Fest? No. No idea. Okay, I just looked up the context. Uh... A question came up asking what a possible Legend of Zelda movie would be about, along with its oh, cast. Yeah. From a tweet, Sean mentioned the possibility oh. of The Rock voicing a Goron while they mine in rhythm to the song. <laughs> yeah, well, I got that from Twitter, to be fair, but it's still, there's no way that doesn't happen. It's too real. Yeah. Uh, June 22nd. I know Bruce Lee, so that's fine. No, no idea. Okay. What about this? I would say the alternative title for this one was I hate having fun. This sucks. What about that one? (laughs) That sounds like something Paul would say, but I don't know. All right. Context for I know Bruce Lee. Uh, While discussing Super Mario RPG remake announced in the recent Nintendo Direct, Sean mentioned this would give him the opportunity to finally play the game. John was concerned about the adaptation considering data pop culture references such as this one and peach having a vibrator sean assured him confidently he knew that what those were (laughs) that peach should not lose the vibrator for her own game (laughs) all right fair enough yeah still still feel that way uh i hate (laughs) having fun is uh a sequel to the quiet man came out and if it was actually good (laughs) (laughs) uh june 29th it's not the biggest, it's the greatest. That's talking about the stampede. Yeah, you're right. Uh context. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Oh wait. Uh concluding TDP was a number one non-pornographic podcast. That's right. <laughs> okay, what about this one? Alternative title for the record, I'm not a foot pervert. I know that's Sean yeah, saying that, I but I don't answer. remember. Were you, why. Oh, you were playing jury in Street Fighter Six. Yep. That's what it was. Uh, yes, you were right. That's what it was. Okay. July 6th, a skeleton wearing a skin. 
A skeleton wearing a skin. What? I think I said this. <laughs> Wait, what? About what? I don't know what I was talking about, though. I think I said this, though. A skeleton wearing a skin. Okay, I just looked up the context. I don't... Yeah. What is it? Uh, latest Indiana Jones movie. Oh, because Harrison Ford looks like a skeleton wearing skin, yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, July 13th. Do you clean David Hasselhoff? I know what this is. Okay, we're talking about the uh, Power Wash Simulator DLC that was Spongebob. For Spongebob, yep, that's what it is. Okay, alternative title. I can only imagine people buying this game are doing it on accident. Everyone (laughs) want to switch? Uh, Yes. That's what it was. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you again for writing those in. Uh, the source question, a hive. If you had to change your name to that of a fictional character, what would it be? And what are the pros and cons of living with your new name, given the world we live in? Dante, I guess. I don't know. You really? Because I was gonna say I would still pick a fictional character with a normal name. Yeah. Well, Dante's a normal name. See, I was thinking like Duke Nukem. <laughs> <laughs> Just going completely right. stupid with it. So what's the I am the Captain cons, Planet now. <laughs> uh the I mean the pro is that I'm super forgettable and nobody will remember. <laughs> hey, hey, I will fight yeah. for Duke Nukem. <laughs> And then the the con is that the type of people that would want to like hang out with you when your name is Duke Nukem might not be the coolest people. If to I hang out with. if I didn't know the like <laughs> that it's a game character and I met someone named Duke Nukem, I would immediately yeah. ask if they do porn. <laughs> Wasn't he that also the name he, of like that was a villain in Captain porn? Planet? Yeah, yeah, Captain Planet. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But it was spelled like one letter was different. It's like N-U-K-U-M. But it was otherwise, yeah, they, phonetically the same. Yeah. Yeah, I just went dumb with it because I could probably find a fictional Paul and then like nothing changes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I just right, thought like yeah. Dante because I'm like, all right, I like the name. I like the character. Yeah. The pro is that it's just a normal sounding name. The con is that people probably quote clerks at me all the time. They'd be like, 37 dicks in a row? <laughs> over, over and over. Well, depending who you know, you might just get that all the time anyway. True. Not saying any names. As a kid, I wanted to change my name to Gage. Thank God that never happened, because fuck <laughs> that. Okay. <clears throat> what's what's the pro and con of that? There's no pros. The con <laughs> is that's stupid as hell. Like <laughs> the bad time to take a drink. I'm, I'm sorry to all the Gages. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, there's our next Have quote. You- there's an extra out of context quote. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Dad writes. This is from last week, actually. I just pulled it okay. because this is like a Sean and me question more than it is sure. a John and me. Dad wrote, uh, how would you have improved Ted Lasso season two and three? You've been sitting with the question. Do you have thoughts? <sighs> Not really. I probably wouldn't have made them. I thought Ted Lasso 1 was, the first season was good enough. I didn't need a follow-up. 
I think I think you needed like an like a real antagonist. This is more of an issue in two than three. There's there's kind of no antagonist in the second season. More directive um, in three would have been nice, maybe. Like I think the the kind of the end of the arc with Nate almost makes no sense in three. And they And it's last more. minute too. <clears throat> there are also characters in that show, like Nate's girlfriend, that just completely disappear. Um Yep. Uh, Keely's girlfriend completely disappears. <laughs> Keely has nothing to do in season three. Um, yeah, the the show feels like it was so successful that Apple rushed it out, and they were like, yeah. "We need the next season. Let's go. Write yourself a check. Just make sure there's another season." And it feels rushed. And I wish they could have just sat with it for like longer to to come up with better ideas. What did you like? Two or three more out of those two. I think I liked th- it's hard because it's been a while since I've seen two. I think I, I remember really not liking two. So I want to say three, but there were parts of three where I was like, did I ever like this show? Yeah, I definitely felt the same with three. The problem with three is that they had so many characters and I think they felt like every character had to have something to do when realistically they everything with Keeley was garbage. Like it, you could have thrown that all away, spent more time building with Nate, like redemption or whatever you want to do with him. Like they, yeah, they wasted too much time. I think with garbage that didn't matter. There was I mean, still I, some I, good stuff, though. I like those other characters, and part of me thinks that they were building up those characters because I would not be surprised if we get an announcement that hey, first episode of of Richmond AFC is coming, and totally. it's everyone you liked except Ted because his arc is gone. Totally, but ninety nine percent of the other people are here. Like that, that makes too much sense. So, yeah, totally. Uh, Endless Beat says, what are your favorite non-gaming related things you did on any console you own? Example, one of mine was watching YouTube on my Wii U gamepad's browser. <clears throat> hmm. I did a lot of MSN Messenger, <laughs> like chat room stuff with friends on the PSP. Oh, okay. Hmm. Does hacking my PSP count? Because I guess that. <laughs> as long as you did it it did non-gaming stuff with it. Did you hack it mm. to do something other than games? No, no, I hacked it to play Cave oh. Story. A good game. Uh, I the Wii had a voting channel where every week they would let you vote in a poll. <laughs> yeah. Everybody votes. I mean. Uh, mine's basic playstation 2 was like the, our first real dvd player so like sure. watching a movie yeah, yeah it's got to be watching a movie i use my ps4 as a blu-ray player i use my ps2 as a disc as a dvd player well yeah, yeah the ps3 wasn't that the f- like first yeah. you did blu-rays yeah right? true yeah I, i'm saying like i use my ps4 as a blu-ray player like today I I was upstairs yeah. watching Blu-rays today on it. So I mean, who has a dedicated Blu-ray player? <laughs> That's ridiculous. But I even remember years ago when I worked like Best Buy over the summer, I would Blu-ray players on their own were expensive, and I would tell people, "You should go buy a PS5. You'll save like three hundred dollars. It plays Blu-rays." It's it's kind of tangentially a game, but one of my favorite things with the 3DS was uh, Street Passing. Street or, pass, getting yeah. up, getting yeah. the puzzle pieces and 
all that sort of stuff, especially con- yeah. for conventions. I loved that shit. Absolutely. Uh, in, along the same lines, like the 360, like one versus 100. Yeah. Was, like that's barely a game. Yeah. I didn't do very well in it, but it was just like the social aspect. Like this was so cool. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Sukasuga writes, if you had to get a video game related tattoo, what would you do? Uh, I would definitely pick some kind of like logo or kind of icon graphical thing. So yeah. you couldn't exactly tell. Like I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't get like a character, you know, something, something like a Triforce, but I would want it to be a lot less recognizable than the Triforce. Yeah, I would be down for a Triforce if I had to get, like, a recognizable video game thing. But I think I'm with you on that. I would get something that, like, has more meaning than just, like, this is a thing. Like, I wouldn't get, like, Mario's cap or something <laughs> super recognizable if I could help it. I, I've i thought about this one before because, like, my wife gets tattoos. So I thought about, like, what would I get as a tattoo? Yeah. And like the answer was like I nothing really I like enough to stay on there. But like I thought yeah. about like getting like a little kind of charm bracelet kind of thing around my wrist where I could put like little like game icons or stuff like that on it for things I like, like, you know, like Ninja Gaiden thing or like an NES cartridge, little things like that. Or like uh, Dante's sword rebellion, just like something like that, okay. like just like a just like as a sleeve or like on a on a forearm there. That's about it. I definitely wouldn't be opposed to getting a Triforce, honestly. Part of me is also just like, I don't think there's like a specific game that means enough to me where I'd want it to represent that game or that series. So I would want to, I would try and lean more towards like, what is something that would represent the activity more? Sure. Okay. And nothing specifically comes to mind, but something around the idea of like a game controller or the power button but like not th- those are lame yeah. but th- no, just kind you. of in that ballpark <clears throat> sure uh no more spiro's rights <laughs> at what point does a cowboy become a cow man <laughs> <laughs> oh it's one of the dumbest questions we've had in a while and i love it so much <laughs> Well, would you have an answer? No, I don't. That's the best part. <laughs> it's wrong. The first thing that came to my mind was when he gets shot. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, all right. I've watched much. a lot of Westerns, man. It happens a lot. <laughs> when he first takes another man's life. Shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. Yeah, I mean, when he sleeps with a cowgirl, I don't, I don't have a great answer here. All right, fair enough. Oh my god. Uh, Hebrew Lantern says, "Complete this sentence." I don't like insert insert genre here, but I do like game or movie or TV show within that genre. Follow up: What makes you like that game, movie, or TV show? Okay. Uh, I don't like watching sports, but I like Ted Lasso season one because it's more about the characters and less about soccer football. Okay. 
trying to think of a genre I really don't like. I don't like simulation sports, but I do like yeah. Gran Turismo. Yeah. Why? And what? And why? You have to say why that one sticks out. Oh, I'm uh, just because racing for some reason doesn't feel like simulation to me, despite, despite the fact that it very clearly is. And it's got that movie coming out. Oh, yeah, baby. Based on a real life story. Yep. Uh, I also don't like simulation sports, but I kind of have been waiting for and am excited for an NHL game to finally come out on PC because I like those generally because I think there's that. Yeah, I legally have to. Uh, I think hockey just lends itself really nicely to basic like one on one gameplay against somebody else or whatever. I don't like simulation sports, but I do like Rockstar's table tennis because ping pong is great. Sure. Yeah. I'll get it in whatever form I have to. Yeah. Genuinely forgot about that game. I don't like getting stranded in a plane crash on an island, but I like Uh watching people get lost after they get stranded in a plane crash on a deserted island um, because that show was great and it's one of my favorites. Have you revisited it like within the last? Okay. I want to say like five, six years ago, I did a rewatch. Okay. I've never rewatched that show. How it holds up. Uh, Phantom Aegis writes, do you prefer ice cream or gelato? Gelato. Uh, My mouth prefers ice cream, but my stomach prefers gelato. (laughs) Good answer. Fair. I don't know enough of the difference, so I like them both. I have no preference. Gelato, I believe, has no dairy. I don't remember. I feel like I'd have to try them like back to back to be like, okay, which one do I prefer? Let me quickly see here. Artisanal gelato in Italy generally contains six to nine percent butterfat, which is lower than other styles of frozen desserts. Oh, okay. uh, gelato typically contains 35% air, substantially less than American-style ice cream, and more flavoring than other kinds of frozen desserts, giving it a density and richness that distinguishes it from other ice creams. Okay, sure. <clears throat> uh, final question from VGC Kenny. Pokemon Generation 10 is announced. It has a trailer. You think, okay, a Pokemon game, click watch the trailer, but then you're stunned. You don't believe it for Gen 10. Uh, Game Freak decided the battle system will no longer be turn-based, but real-time is this acceptable? Is it too far removed from the heart and soul of Pokemon that the proverbial ship note is no longer of Theseus? They'll never do it for a mainline game without doing it as a side game first. I don't think they have the technical knowledge to do it because that last game ran like shit (laughs) as turn-based. Also that. I don't don't think they have the development time for it is the actual answer. Yeah, for sure. I'd be down for it. Like, I don't know. I'm a big fan of games trying something new. And if it fails, then the other stuff still exists. So who gives a shit? If if you're going acceptable to me or acceptable to like the general audience, I don't think the general audience will accept it because the minute you change anything from Pokemon, it's the end of that person's actual world. Somehow, <laughs> um, the general audience like, won't accept anything Pokemon does ever. Like they, like, they just yeah. want 
They just want it to be like Madden games where the same thing comes out every year with a new roster. Because it is yeah. it is their comfort food and they're not willing to like let it go and breathe. I yeah. would like Pokemon to get as different as it as possible in every single aspect. Um, I will never care that I will never care enough to get upset because there's a million other games I could be playing. I don't have to play it. Like cassette beasts. Like cassette beasts, which we're going to talk about shortly. Thanks everyone for writing in. If you want to send in questions for next week, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box. What is your game of the week? My friendly neighborhood. Yeah, you want those games, right? So here you go. Now let's see you clear them. Yes. And mine is, and mine is viewfinder. Nice. Um, we didn't mention, forgot to mention earlier, but after this, we'll be going live for TDP plus cassette beats, our final TDP plus. Uh, so if you're one of those subscribers, Come watch. Otherwise, yeah. it'll be on the feed. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.